0: This is Rights at Risk, a podcast from the World Organization Against Torture. We explore human rights through stories from the front lines and analysis from experts. I'm your host, Claire Marie Germain. In today's program, we go to Rome to meet a man who was once a refugee. Since then, Father Musi has dedicated his life to helping those who flee their homes.
1: When I have 14 years old, I have a dream to become a priest. But at that time, my father is not agree with me. So he say me, when you have 18 years old, you can decide yourself. Finally, when I arrive here in Rome, I take time to rediscover the vocation. In 2010, uh, I became ordinate priest.
0: Father Musidzerai comes from Eritrea, a country at war. At the age of 16, he flees to Italy.
1: At the end of my 16 years old, we are coming out from 17 years of dictator. So I born and I grow up during the war we live under fear because we hear the bomb, the climate of uh, our social life is suspicion, no trust each other. So that's why I I left. I want to change my life, I want to be free, I want to live in peace. Uh, at that time uh, my plan is to, to reach my father he flee illegally because of the 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 persecution. He go first to Saudi Arabia, then he move from Saudi Arabia to Italy. Before I coming to Rome, he moved to Nigeria up to 2010. Then he passed away. Until 1993, Eritrea is belong of Ethiopia. The Italian embassy, he, he is the first embassy who open his embassy in Asmara. I ask a visa there and I come to Rome. When I uh, arrive in, in Rome, I don't have anyone. Some of my Eritrean friends he put me in touch with the religious, uh, his name is Peter. He works in Rome, especially uh, with the non-accompanied minor. So he helped me to have a documents, the permit card in, in Italy. And after three months I find a job in the market to sell fruit. I start to have a small amount of money, to have independence economically. I start to rent a small apartment with another friend from Eritrea. I start to, to live my new life in Rome. I already I speak Italian, not really fluently, but I, I understand. This religious uh, priest, Father Peter, he asked me if I can help him in his office uh, as translator. In the afternoon I am free from my job, so I use that time to give as volunteer service in his office. I start to hear uh, the story of uh, all these uh, persons, refugees. So I start to involve myself to help them, to help them to have a document, to have shelter, to find job. Even I am refugee at that time. I know what kind of problems you are faced when you arrive in the new country, new language, new culture, new law. Everything's new. Then I involved in the rescue program in the Mediterranean Sea.
0: The Mediterranean Sea is one of the deadliest known migration routes in the world, with more than 40,000 deaths and disappearances recorded since
1: 2014. At that time, to communicate with the refugees in in Libya, I used the radio. Then finally, uh, some of these journalists, he gave in this radio program my phone number. For more information, you can call this number. In 2011, I received a call from this small boat with 72 people, men, women, children, more of them from Eritrea and Ethiopia. I informed the Coast Guard, but these people here remain in the Mediterranean Sea for 15 days. I received a call from one relative of one girl in the boat, his brother, he said me, I have information about that boat. My sister is already died, but is have some survivors. The wind he pushed them back to Libya. The survivors then he explained us the story that after I, I inform the Coast Guard, Italian Coast Guard and Maltese Coast Guard, someone he sent the helicopter. The first helicopter he, he go, he see them, he take a picture and they go back. The second helicopter, he come very closely. He give them water and biscuit. Then he tell them, wait, we come back. But no one, he go back to rescue them. Someone decide to left them to die in the Mediterranean Sea.
0: my baby. My baby.
1: That's why the 63 people, he died. The far
0: right has been gaining ground in Europe and Italy. A far right anti-immigration party called Casa Pound is on the rise in Italy. Casa Pound supporters recently filled a Rome street. Matteo Salvini, who has now become interior minister, leading a hardline
1: posture on illegal immigration. The Italian government unanimously adopted a singular decree. The bill makes it easier to expel migrants and strip them of Italian citizenship.
0: Years of relative openness to migrants in Italy ended abruptly in June 2018 when an anti-immigration coalition came to power.
1: When the political situation is changed, the cooperation between us the NGOs, the civil activists of human rights, with the Coast Guard, our relation is totally changed. Most of the time, he tell me. Why call us? Why don't call Libyan on Guard? He started the criminalization of the Solidarity. I stay under investigation by the court of uh, Sicily. He accused me that I am involved with the illegal migration. So he he investigated for more than three and a half years. Now, officially, the court asked, They archived my case, but I don't receive any paper of this conclusion. Then I receive a lot of attack in the social media, in the newspaper, even the vice president of the Senate. This is really big abuse of power. The vice president of the Senate publicly in a talk show program attacked me personally. He accused me that I am in contact with the traffickers, that I am criminal. I am responsible of the murder of many people in the Mediterranean Sea because of my action to rescue them. So all this way, the attack, the criminalization, affected me personally. I have consequences in my priesthood life. The Vatican, my superiors, he say, okay, we can't give you mandate or public office or in um, responsibility uh, because you are too much affected by all these issues. So it's not uh, good for your pastoral service. I receive attacks from different fronts, but uh, this is the price. We give visibility for these people, so the politicians keep them in shadow, far away from the public opinion, far away from the border of Europe. But the main point is not there. Why these people flee from his country? No one wants to go at the root of the problem to find a solution of the problem. When I visit the refugee camp in North Ethiopia, when I start to discuss with the young people there, I ask them, what is your future? What do you need? Some of them say, me, I want to study, to create a skill for my future. So I start to give them a scholarship to keep them near home for the next three, four, five years. That means you are not obligated to choose the disparate way to reach Europe across the desert or the Mediterranean Sea. This is the way I try to help these people. I know what is my duty as Christian. The commandment of Jesus Christ is love your brother and your sisters as yourself. So that is the point. If I try to love my brothers and my sisters as myself, that means I need to find the same condition, the same possibility, the same right for the other people as for me.